Look, the fire's coming. Are you ready for the fire? We're firemen. Okay. We are firemen! Got it, coach. The heat doesn't bother us. We live in the heat. We train in the heat. Yeah, let's go. It tells us that we're ready. We're at home. We're where we're supposed to be. Yeah, first off, when I say thanks, coach. thanks coach. Working hard doesn't mean bankroll. But aim for the box for the bank, though. Uh. Pad to pen, yeah, take note. Got at the helm, we in the same boat. The game requires other pain, though. No slack, practice never cancel. Yeah. Learn how to ball. Yeah. Coach when I fall. Uh. Lesson is learned. You're listening to Thanks Coach with your host, Darnell Samuels. I always wanted to be in a movie. I just never thought I'd have to live through one. I was like every other kid who played basketball in Brampton. I wanted to play rep basketball, get a scholarship to the University of Arizona, and then make it to the league. But God had other plans. O'Neal, Anthony, and I still catch up at family barbecues, birthdays, to talk about the good old days. Now there are way too many stories to tell but we will share with you a few in this episode about the good, the bad, and the ugly while playing for Coach Joshua White. Now, Coach Josh isn't the villain in this flick. He was the young black man trying to help even younger black men follow their dreams. And for that, all three of us can say, thanks, Coach. Let's get started. You guys are coaching now. Uh, O'Neal, you're coaching. Well, both of you guys are coaching rep for different organizations. So how has that been for you guys, um, the coaching? Uh, All right. (laughs) Um, I've coached uh, for a couple different organizations, Um, you know, bigger organizations, smaller organizations, some private, some are um, city funded. And... um, it's been it's been a good learning experience, just learning how different organizations operate. Um, you know, there's similarities, there's differences between the two, and but overall, it's been a good experience. More so working with the kids than the organizations, but it's been a, it's been a very good experience overall. All right, what about you, Anthony? I would say it's similar. You know, the kids. I do it for the kids. Dealing with the organizations can be a little tricky, but um, I've done, I've coached older kids, 14, 15. They're probably about 16 now. And now I, I've coached um, 13-year-olds, old sixes. And I've also coached um, old six girls. So that's the difference been from boys to girls. Mm-hmm. What's different. the difference? I find the girls they're they're less skillful but they they learn quicker they take in what you say they're just more responsive to your words yeah yeah so that's (laughs) like the difference and you can tell it's just like they're competitive but they also have more fun okay while doing it so that's okay now not to be like the old guys or you know chronological snobbery we have to talk about like generations and if you notice a difference between the way we hooped and the culture we grew up in versus the way you deal with the kids now or the way how the kids are now 
what's your guys' take on that? Well, my take, like, obviously we grew up with, you know, our coaches were probably younger than what we are now. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, Josh, he was yeah. only about eight years older than us. Mm-hmm. If that. Not, know, even. And, Not even. Yeah, so, like, <laughs> we basically grew up with, with him. So he would talk to us all janky. Like, he would just say whatever he wanted. Mother effers. Yeah, and, like, it didn't matter. Yeah. But we didn't even think of it now. But, like, me, you know, I have my son in there. There's certain things I'll still say. You know, the kids look at me like I'm a, okay, I'm a little cool guy, whatever. But they don't look at me like a father. Mm-hmm. But I am. You, mm-hmm. you get what I'm saying? But so the, in that in that aspect, I could say certain things. But I'm still weary of what I say because, you know, these kids are a little bit softer. <laughs> they're, li- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they're a little bit softer now. But other than that, I think it's there. To, it's just not as... um hardcore you just gotta be you can't be as rough yeah like certain things you could be rough with but um like i said you just gotta know and pick and choose your battles with that one because Mm -hmm. you know certain parents might come across and you know this is what it is this and that Mm -hmm. you know just to protect yourself you kind of gotta be wary about that yeah what do you think um yeah along those same lines i I agree that you know, we grew up certainly under harsher conditions. And, you know, so in, in the sense that um, we were just very competitive, you know, and, and every practice, every pickup basketball game, every time you played in the street, played in the driveway, went to the Y, went to the local outdoor court, it was a war every time. Mm-hmm. And if you lost, you weren't going to hear the end of it and mm-hmm. you may not get back on the court. Mm-hmm. So whether you were the youngest guy or the oldest guy, you know, if, if you didn't win, you weren't getting on the court. So it, it built a certain competitiveness, a certain edge. So you're saying, so do do your kids and uh, let me ask you, do, do your kids like play pickup? No, 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 they don't. They don't play pickup. That's that's like a lost art. It's definitely a lost art. They don't even watch basketball. You're kidding. No, I'm I'm. Out of the 10 guys I currently coach right now, about nine of them do not watch basketball. My son included. Yeah. He only he only watches highlights yes, I was or say, YouTube. That's it. They watch the games that – they don't watch the games. They just watch the highlights. So the little nuances of the game that we were watching, learning from, but didn't even necessarily realize that we were learning – Oh, that's how you come off a screen. Oh, that's how you read a defense. Oh, that's how you, you know, set up a, a backdoor cut. Like, they don't see that because they don't watch the whole game. Or even listening to the broadcast. Right, they don't they, do. they make a lot of valid points right. that our kids could benefit from. And they're, like I said, they're, they're just like, there's no competitive edge to that. The um, competitiveness is not there. You got guys when they lose, they're just goofing around. Like it's not personal to them. It's just more of a a dropping thing. Yeah. You know, like that's the difference. I would really say. Yeah. And then me, me as a coach, how can I yell at you if this it's not it's not serious for you? Yeah. Like if for me it wasn't serious, but when I played, I didn't like to lose. You you get yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, like, I remember battling O'Neal in my driveway. 
a game up to five took like five hours. And it could end in fist fights. <laughs> and it could end we in a fight. We've literally fought numerous Multiple times. Bleeding. Multiple times. In a times. game up to five. In the driveway. Just the two of us. <laughs> like, I've never... I've been coaching now six years. And I don't see my kids fight. They don't at fight all. in practice. Zero. No fights. Now when we look at for with us and us playing together um, for Josh. So we, were, we played rep together for Josh. Uh, I was, it was 16 and under. So I was 16. You were, O'Neal, you were 15. And Anthony, yeah, you, were, you were 15 as well. But you look like you were 12, though. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what the? I was like, he's on the team? Who's that? <laughs> so it, it's funny because, you know, all of us, we, we you know, we have, um, we all grew up in the area. We all grew up in the same basketball community except Anthony because he's from Montreal. So I remember uh, my first impressions of Anthony. They're like, oh, so they called everybody, you know, who made the team. I'm like, all right, cool. And they're like, oh, Anthony Alexis. I'm like, Anthony Alexis? Who's that? They're like, the guy who crossed Brad. <laughs> <laughs> so I, was, I, was, I was like, who? I was like, what? So everybody's like, yeah, Anthony, man. He was, he, he was doing his thing at, at the tryout. I was like, oh, I was like, the little kid? I'm like, oh, okay, all right, you you know. <laughs> so it was just one of those things. I was like, okay, can, can he really play? Is it can he hoop? I don't like he because I'm small. Back then, I'm small and I'm skinny. Yeah, you were skinny, but you were yeah. smaller and skinnier. So I'm just like, oh, he made me look like LeBron. So I'm just, <laughs> I'm thinking like, there's no way this guy can hoop at this level. And you know, um, he definitely did prove me wrong. But tell me about your guys' first impressions of, of um, playing with each other in that team. Um. So that team, that would have been my um, second or third year playing rep. But um, that was a that was a real cool team, you know what I mean? Because it was uh, we combined two age groups to make that team. Or back then, that's how it was, I, I believe. I don't think there was individual age groups. It was every two years. Um, yeah, it was two. It was two years. It, it was a two year. It was a two year gap. So it was. Um, it was a different landscape than today where now in the city of Brampton, there's a lot of talent, but there's probably like 20, 30 rep teams for each age group. But back then, there was one. There so was that one team. There was a one Just team. The Blue Devils. So you had to be one of the top 15, 12, 10 players in, at that age group in the, in the whole city just to make that team. So it was super competitive to make that team and it was like it was like you could almost say like an honor to be on that team because when you're on that team it's like people are like okay yeah that's one of the best ballers in the city the right there yeah yeah you're you're one of the best ball like there was nobody in the city that could have said they were better than anybody on our team at that time you know and um so it was a it was a very unique group it was a special group you know and you know practices were real intense um you know, and then that would translate over into our high school season when guys on the team, because half of the team was played for Augustine, which is the team that uh, yeah. Anthony and I played for. And basically the other half of the team played for ND, which is the team Darnell played for. And then there was one or two guys at Centennial, one or two yeah, guys Brad, at uh, uh, one guy yeah. at Turner, one, you know, Brad. yeah, Brad was at Turner. And, you know. Well, I'll rewind that because when I, when I first came to Brampton, O'Neal lived down the street from me. I could see his house from my from my bathroom window. 
And I kind of walked over to his house because he was like the only black guy. <laughs> and I was just like, yo, I wanted to see, is this guy any good? Because, I, you know, I was cocky. I'm moving to Brampton. I'm like, what, what's really going on here? There's no black people here. <laughs> so I walked over there and, you know, I saw this guy throw up a dunk, so I was like, what the hell's going on over here? Like, what's, like I didn't think he would do it, but whatever. Come to find out, that's like the only dunk he's ever did on Get that. out of here. <laughs> I was like, I guess I motivated him. He saw me coming through, so um, so I came, I came, and then, you know, I dunked I, vertically, by the way. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. He, had a, he was running from the sidewalk. <laughs> so now I'm, I'm, I'm re, um, going back into time here. I remember a few times passed, you know, and then I didn't have a net yet. I think I bought one probably a week after. I was still new in the neighborhood. And then I would play, I would play. And I remember, I think it was the second time I was actually using the net. I think Josh picked up O'Neal, and you were turning, remember? And okay, then, yeah, and I yeah, think yeah. Josh, and I think O'Neal was like, yeah, that guy could ball, whatever. And I think Josh must have said, hey, why don't you come to a trials? <laughs> <laughs> that is, that, that's so, Josh's style right there. <laughs> so I came, and I was like, yeah, yeah. And then I guess later that day, O'Neal came and said, yeah, I think you could make that team. There's a lot of guys, but I think you're, you're good enough. Like, you, you could make it. So... I remember that day, I was like, you know, I never played rep. I didn't, you know, it wasn't, to me, it was like a white, white person privilege. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so when I came, I was just like, okay, whatever. I, I remember practicing that night and I was just like, you know what? I, I should try. I, t I passed it by my mom and she was like, oh yeah, that's something you should think about. You should do. Yeah. And I remember like maybe a week or two later, Josh invited me by myself i went over to jim archdeacon and then i saw his dad there and he had me doing a whole bunch of drills i thought he hated me actually the way he was like yelling i didn't i didn't really know him <laughs> but i was just like whatever let me just do whatever yeah. he asked and then you know and then i went to that terry miller trial so okay yeah yeah wow that's interesting yeah because for me um josh met me <laughs> it's funny I assaulted Josh. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, I even I just it just popped into my head. I was like, "Wait, how did I meet Josh?" I'm like, "Oh yeah, I, I put my hands on him." <laughs> so, so you know, for you guys who who don't know me, like yo, back in the day, I was on fire. Like when I compete, yo, I go yo, I go hard. It's not it's no joke. So he was refing one of my games, and he made a call. And, you know, and I'm talking to him. He he turned his back on me and walked away. I put my hand on I turned around. Don't you ever turn your back on me. Like, I'm Tupac. Like, you know what I mean? Like, don't you ever turn your back on me. You know what I mean? And I, I, I grabbed him. You know what I mean? He's a ref. I turn him around. I'm like, yo, don't you ever do that. Yo, Josh got in my face. Like, yo, I'm a grown-ass man. I, you know what I mean? I'll choke you. I'll choke you out, bro. You know what I'm saying? So, so those interactions Josh liked right, about yeah. me. Josh liked the fact that it was just, and he also saw me like, you know, cuss out a gym after mm -hmm. a loss. And then Josh was just like, yeah, you need to come chow for this team. Yeah. Right. After that, <laughs> that, that, that was my interactions with Josh. So he invited me out when we um, played. But it's funny that, um, yeah, you mentioned your mom when you asked her to play and then she started coaching us. Um, 
Now, you know, so your mom was not a manager. She was a coach. So she did, you know, give us basketball tutelage. Um, he tried her. He tried. <laughs> no, uh, no, you know, well, okay, well, first of all, let me ask you, what was it like having your mom? Uh, you know, it's one thing to have your dad. You know, that's dad. But, you know, your, your coach's kid, it's your mom. Well, my mom was sort of like my mom and my dad. So, I mean, my dad's alive. I know him, he, but he he lived in the States. Um, My mom kind of pushed me because knowing our family history, you know, none of us finished school. None of us did nothing. You know, my dad dropped down grade 10. My, my uncle's grade 8, 7. They all went to jail, you know, all types of stuff. So my mom just, you know, wanted better for me. I didn't really have role models, like, immediately around me. So she always pushed me to do something. And I had, you know, I had my, my father's temper. I used to always get in fights, similar to what you said. I would lose a game, the whole the whole gym. No one could play after. I would take the ball, boot it out the gym, run after it, and boot it down the street again. You know, like, I was known for that. A bad call, if I got kicked out of the game, everyone's going home. Um, <laughs> so my mom... She was sort of the person that calmed me down. You know, she always um always pushing me to just, you know, stay calm, stay engaged. And with that around, I guess she had to learn the game because I was learning it at a rapid pace. But she would just come. She never really, like, trained me. But she would just be there on the court, be there on the side of the bench. And, you know, just kind of guiding me. Um, having her around, I was used to. So by the time I met you guys, she already coached a few teams, but we never played rep. So having her around was like, I, you know, I was just used to it. I think about the role she played as mediator. Yeah. Kind of, it was kind of like having like a mom and dad there. Um, like when Anthony, when um, Sharon got kicked off the team. Yeah, like she was the voice of reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think she um she was that tool we needed. Yeah, the recipe. She was that salt yeah. that we needed. Yeah, because when when Sharon got kicked off the team, um, yeah, she was the one who brought him back. She was the one who convinced Josh to say like, "Yo, like, yo, give give the guy a second chance." You know, after they they fell out. Um, and it's funny because now, like, in the grand scheme of things, like your mom was was a big deal for me because. Um, well, one, she used to braid my hair, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, so shout out to Marley with always keeping your boy fresh, you dick. You know what I mean? So, cause, cause your mom had the, um, the, the salon. Yeah, yeah. She was a hairdresser. So she had the, 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 the chair and everything set up in the house. So, you know, before a game or practice, you know, everybody would meet at your house. That was the meeting spot, you know? So I'll go, I'll come there early. I'm like, oh, Marley, can I, can I, can I you know, get in on the chair real quick? Get me a nice little zigzag braid up. <laughs> Your mom has been very helpful for, well, for all of us, you know, and like, yeah, me going to church was important because, yeah, I was in a bad spot and I needed, um, yeah, I needed help, man. I was, I, you know, I had agoraphobia and, but yeah, which is the fear of outdoors because of my, my eczema, I was very self-conscious, but she would always take me there. And yeah, because of that, I'm, I'm a Christian today. So I'm very thankful for Marlene for that. Without her there, 
none of us, we would all probably leave the team because yeah. Josh was rough. He was rough. I mean, we were used to that, but like no one had time for Josh's antics. <laughs> you know what I mean? Even I, a few times, wanted to leave the team, and it, it almost made it worse when he moved in with us. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. couldn't. I, I like I said before, I liked ball, but I didn't love it like that i just no. i liked you know you, you were like you know you remind me of sean douglas you know you guys hooped because you could like you didn't love basketball you were just that nice yeah i didn't like train <laughs> yeah. i didn't like like o'neill said yeah we used to go outside but i mean that was early brampton there was nothing to do yeah. what what are you gonna do i mean we, we counted down the days until we got our license do you remember that oh yeah man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so it's just yeah. like that's what we did. So what was that like? What was that like? Time. What was that like? You know, having to live with your coach. It was difficult because, like Josh, he loved basketball. Every five minutes, he's knocking at my door. Oh, 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 this, that, this, and I would be like, Josh, like I'm talking to my girl right now. I don't, I don't even care about basketball. <laughs> like, leave me alone. Like, <laughs> like. Get a life, you know what I mean? Like, that's 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 the mentality I had. And a lot of us is, were like that. I remember Sharon, he had all the talent in the world. He didn't care neither. You know, like, it was just another thing to him. Like, something we did. It was nothing, it was nothing like we cared. We never saw us going to the NBA. We, we all thought about it, but it wasn't, like, reality. Yeah, especially as we got older. But to, the, but, uh, to your point... Yeah, it was, uh, I guess, me being around a lot, around your house a lot, and Josh living there. Yeah, it he had to deal with it, too. It was. It would turn into, because I would get the phone calls sometimes, too. O'Neal, O'Neal, come over here. You know, I come over there. Anthony's already pissed off sitting on the couch. I get there, and he wants to show us a video or drop a play. Or, <laughs> like, it would get to the point where it was like fist fights. But when you think about how our relationships, you know, how we got closer and closer through like these dramatic well not dramatic just antics that we had on the road rolling with josh um i think about the time where i can't remember where the tournament was um where we went to i don't know all i know is we were playing some white team full of white guys um it was the orange peel situation that's the tournament we won no. when they kicked us down to double a Remember, we won that one, and they just threw that in the bag. I think, you know, I think only Anthony's right. Because I can't remember if it was a win or a loss. Yeah, we won that one, and because we, remember, the um, Sharon went to block the guy, and his shoulder popped out of place. Yeah, yeah. And, the, the, um, and Biggie was there blocking and throwing guys out the way. You're right. We no, because you know what? Anthony's right, because technically, yes, we were there to make a statement because yeah, because won. the OBA was, was oh, questioning. They were, yeah, they were questioning how good we were. Yeah. So we had to really show out at that tournament. Yeah. And we did. And I remember Sharon, yo, man, yo, yo, it was just bad yeah, etiquette. They dropped the medals. The, yeah. the guys yeah. didn't line up neither. Yeah. The, the parents were like, he's a barbarian. Yeah. Because I remember one play, you know, in the game previous. So for you guys who don't know basketball, it's good sportsmanship when you're up and you're winning and you have the ball and the clock's running out to just hold the ball or dribble it out 
and don't score. So we're up 20. We were, I think we won by like 48. 48, but the, yeah. the game's over. The game's right. over. Yeah. So you just dribble out the ball, show some class. Yo, Sharon. Oh, man. So, so Sharon started dribbling out the ball, started dribbling away from the hoop, and everybody's walking off the court. And then Sharon turns around. <laughs> he turns around when everybody walks off the court and does a tomahawk dunk. Bro. And yo, man, after that, you know, those white people were like, oh, man, these ninjas. Oh, man. <laughs> like, yeah, it was. And yeah, the coach came to Josh afterwards and was just like, yo, what is your guy doing? Like, you know, and it, yeah, it was, it was just, man, we were just were just but like, out yeah, of order we back young. then. Yeah, we were, we're young and our, our leader was young. I, yeah. I don't remember my mom even being. Basically, when they were doing the awards ceremony, we didn't line up. So the white guys, they lined up to receive their medals. And you know, you know, some of us were still getting changed. Half of us had like we're in our boxers, we're no <laughs> shirts off. Guys were Dwayne Hunter's on hanging on the rim. <laughs> Guys were hanging off of the rim. Guys were taking shots on the other side. Yep, throwing and orange peels. Throwing orange peels. Like we were eating oranges the last like couple minutes of the game, so all the orange peels and water bottles were just being thrown all over the place. It was it was a bit of a disgrace. It was high level niggatry. Yeah, it was bad. It was bad. And all of our parents were there. Like, the parents were in the stands, and they're watching all of this take place. Like, So when we were flipped, we were acting like fools. And there was nothing nobody really did in the moment because, like, no parents were going to run out onto the court and cuss us out while the awards are being given out. So the awards are given out. They, I don't think they gave us our awards. They just handed the bag of medals to Josh, and we just went to the change room. And then that's when Darnell's mom came in and was blazing us. And Sharon was trying to be like, yo, whatever, whatever. And she was like, Sharon, shut up. Okay, well, my mom was there and she came in and, you know, she told the best player on our team to shut up. So I felt like, you know, Jesus come back today and, <laughs> <laughs> and you know, take me because it was it was embarrassing, man. Well, but now again, when you look back now, yeah, well, I'm proud of my mom. I, I'm proud of my mom. Uh, and I guess that's how my mom has always been. But, you know, as a teen, I'm like, okay, this is so uncool. Like, my mom just came in here and cussed the best player on my team. Afterwards, Sharon came to me, and he's just like, yo, yo, I respect your mom for that. She was right. And then OBAs came, so we qualified. Absolutely. We had a very up-and-down year in terms of, you know, our success. We had some big wins. We had some tough losses. And we made it into the top division as the last seed. Yeah, tier one. Yes. So we were in the top division, but we were the 16th seed, which they do the different. They do it different now. They only do eight teams per division now. Um, so we were the 16th seed. So technically, we were the worst team in the top division based on rankings. Mm -hmm. uh, it was a it was a crazy bonding experience just as a team in the sense that. Um, that was the week of what they, I don't know if they still do it. They used to call grad night. Yeah. I remember where that. the the guys who were heading into their graduating year. Our older guys. Which was yeah. half of our team, all of our older players, had an opportunity to go to Wonderland for an all-night party. And uh, all of our older guys left and went to that party on the Friday which meant they last minute they didn't they, they didn't, didn't make up us. their mind they didn't tell us yeah, until so, like so we went into the friday game with like six or seven players um because they partied all night they didn't show up saturday um but as a result you know the seven of us we had to battle and we, we won. gelled 
But you know what? Now that I think about it, it was only Darnell that stayed back. I think it was Darnell and, and Biggie. Biggie. Yeah, but I got hurt like in the first game, so I was out from the whole tournament. Darnell and Biggie were the only two. Yeah. And then the rest of us was just the young guys. All young the guys. older My guys. My first left. time being there. Yeah. Was it yours? No, I'd gone the year before. Yeah. But um yeah, it was uh it was crazy cuz we had to play being the, the lowest ranked team, we had to play like the top 3 teams just in the round or round, round robin yeah. just to even qualify to play on Saturday afternoon and into Sunday. And we won some tough, tough games. And we won impressive style. Yeah. Like we were I remember I kinda that was like um my breaking out party, your breaking out party. Yeah, yeah Sharon literally put us on his back and carried us. He was man, I never seen anybody hoop like that before in my life. Our our confidence was like at another level. Yeah, that was um, that was a big big tournament. And I remember like throwing half court lobs, and everyone's just like, "What the hell? Who is this?" And you know, like yeah. these Brampton Blue Devils were no joke. Then we had a, a big game against uh, the Monarchs. That was a big one as our rival. Yeah. You know, and 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 one of the big things about that game with the with the Monarchs was their two, I would say possibly their two best players were on our team the previous year. Yeah. Well. Uh, Mouse and Moose. Uh, yeah. yeah. And also, um, what's his name that went to um, Mayfield? Ryan? Ryan. Ryan. Yeah. Ryan Robertson? Yes, that's right. Yeah. So what happened yeah. was, um, I don't know if you remember this incident. Yo, I'm going to have Moose on here so he can defend himself. Oh, yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yo, this is a, yo, Moose is a legend, man. So one time, so we're, we have a practice, right? And, um, so we're practicing and Josh is running us mm-hmm. and then mouse and moose come into the gym mm-hmm. and they go sit. And so, you know, they were on our team the previous year. Yep. So Josh is, you know, running us and mm-hmm. then they come into the gym and they go into the stands and they sit in the stands. I remember this. I remember. Right, this. They come was, to, I think it was a Terry Miller. Yeah. Is that Terry Miller? I remember. <laughs> was that Terry Miller? I right? remember. So I these remember. guys come and then moose and mouse sit in the stands. Right. No, Josh is, you know, Josh is annoyed. He's like, come on. Like, what are you guys doing? Like, yo, yeah. put 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 on your gear and get on the line and start running. Right. Yo, yo, Moose is like, we're not doing that. We no longer play for you. We're, we're, we're monarchs now. <laughs> right? Yo. Yo, he's like, yo, we play for Mississauga Monarchs. I yo. remember that one. And it was just one of those moments in time you're just like, oh, man. It was just like. Disrespect. It was, yeah. like, it was like a scene yeah. out of the WWE. Yeah. We're like, what the hell? And that's our starting point guard and, and our starting shooting, shooting guard. guard. <laughs> <laughs> right? And so Josh is like, Josh is like, you know, and we're looking at them like, oh, wait, so you guys aren't running with us no more. Right. And they're like, nah, nah, nah. We're, we're, we're moving on to better things. Right. <laughs> you know? And so from that that day on, the beef was on. Oh, yeah. And it was, it, and, you know, we already didn't like Mississauga as it was. And then now to see that happen. And then uh, Ryan went over there with them as well, who was our starting power forward. So that's three of our starters mm-hmm. that left and went over there. Mm-hmm. And, um, oh, I, it definitely feel good to beat those guys. And, and they never beat us because we did play. We, we played them. We played them a few times throughout the year. Just given the proximity and going to the same tournaments, mm-hmm. they never beat us. Right. So I was not shocked in the least when we played them at OBA. I was a little surprised, not surprised that we won, but I knew it was going to be tough mm-hmm. because they were – a good team. They were a they very, were a good, very team. good team. They were a top four, top five team. Yes. Yeah. They were the ranked province. higher than us. Yeah. 
Every, everyone was because yeah, we were the last rank. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so yeah. they were a top five team and we were way down rank 16 mm -hmm. and we only had six or seven players. Mm -hmm. And man, we put we put a beating on those guys. We put a beating on those guys. And, mm -hmm. and uh, that was a very proud moment. I was glad to beat them, mm -hmm. not just because they left, but, you know, just everything that happened throughout the tournament. And, and I think we ended up knocking them out of the tournament as well yeah so uh yeah so that definitely felt good to to get that w yeah for sure yeah that was good yeah I, I always i always enjoy playing against moose though yeah 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 moose, guess, moose yeah. definitely gets to get yeah <laughs> gets i, I going. always enjoy yeah and, because and mouse, and, you know, oh yeah yeah, yeah. Of, oh he talks oh they both talk a lot oh man. and you know I, and i wasn't afraid to talk back so you know and, and given the battles that we've had in practices over the years mm -hmm. And also in high school, mm -hmm. you know, with our high schools also the being rivals. The between ND and Augustine. And Augustine, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? So I, I always took took joy in, in, in playing against and, and would often match up against Moose. And, and no doubt he's a Brampton legend, but he never went off on me. <laughs> <laughs> he, never had yeah. the, he never had a career night on me, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> yeah, yo, yo, yo. So, um... That was definitely our coming out party. And we did go all the way to the finals on that one. Mm -hmm. I think we lost yeah, yeah. by like 30. Yeah. But, <laughs> but again, our older guys came back that, that one game. And, you know, Josh felt the need because that, that might be their last game. That was the controversy. To yeah, because we, we, the younger guys plus Biggie played the whole tournament, seven players. Guys got hurt. Um, I remember Anthony was cramping up like crazy. <laughs> Someone sprained their ankle. Was it you, Darnell? You sprained your ankle. And so, like, we're basically down to points. Four and five guys we're playing with. You know what I mean? Because we'd have Anthony on the court cramping. You're on the bench with a sprained ankle, can't walk. So it was like, yeah, it was crazy. But then the semifinals and finals, those older guys all showed back up. After not sleeping for 48 hours. <laughs> and um, Josh put those guys in. He put those guys in the game. And I'm not going to say we lost because of them or they weren't in, they weren't fit to play and that's why we lost. I'm not even going to go into that per se because, you know, that's hard to say. But what I will say is, you know, we were definitely upset about the fact that they bailed on us to go party, showed up, and got to play yeah, minutes in the, finals. in the important game. Not just minutes. They started. They started. Then they played about 60, 70% of that game. Yeah. Because, you know, Josh felt like it was their last Little game. Looking back on it, am I mad? I don't I don't know. Like it's it's disrespectful, but me as a coach, would I do that? I would probably I'd probably do that. Let them play. You know, it's their last game. They're they're done after. Yeah, it's see, I I look at it different. I think that experience really affects the way because I've had, especially this year, I had a similar experience with my team, and I would not have played them. And um, I'm not saying I would have not played them. Period. I would have benched them the entire game, but I would have shown. A level of loyalty and respect to those guys who were there for that whole tournament fight. Yeah, I agree. You know what I mean? I would have did at least a 50-50 because it's not their fault that, you know, Wonderland event came. 
Well, my on th- that day, right? But at the same oh, well, time, Wonderland. But, remember the the uh, the other name for uh, grad night was Gal Night. Yeah. So the man number already already knew it was gonna be on fire. So yeah. you had to reach. Right. So for me now, I would I didn't I didn't look at it as, you know that being there i wouldn't have played them because it wasn't going to be their last game it was their last game of that season they were still going to play basketball the next year rep yeah not, like rep was not for um for our blue devils because it stopped well no it didn't they it didn't stop there was another season because remember that was the year that at uh, the year after that that's when moose left and all of that yeah we went to blaze no 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 no. i no. think moose joined us he went to mississauga first remember he left and went to him and uh no moose joined brampton after that you're right that that year he was playing for mississauga in that tournament. yeah because we yeah. played against he him, left I the year before our that second yeah, or third yeah. game yes that's right and he was on and that Nick, team nikki was the coach yes that's right that's yeah. right yeah so either way that wasn't the end of basketball for them because they ended up having a juvenile division the next year it wasn't going to be the end I of the I think it was the end for for our team. With, for our with team, them. yes, yes. It with was the last year we were yeah. going to play together as a as a group. But but it definitely yeah. was a breaking out party yeah. for us cuz yeah. No, no, no. You, you guys held it down and um for me I was I was pretty mad about the whole situation. Yeah, cuz um, those, those were your Yeah, your my guys, well, I, yeah, I wasn't really mad, you know, they made the decisions that they wanted to make, but like when we got to the finals, um, and you know Josh played them, yeah, I was mad after. I I was really mad. I you know I didn't even I didn't even stick around, man. I just packed up my stuff and I was just like, yeah, man, let me start finding another team to go play for. I'm done with this nonsense. So I I was pretty mad about it. And that's a good question you asked, Anthony. Like, would would I would I have done that? Um, well, first of all, you know you need you you know in order to win a championship. You know, our guys were already tired. You younger guys were already tired. Like you need, you need backup. You know, kind of like, like an army. Um, but I think, I think it would have been helpful. Would have been a meeting. Would to sit down and be like, okay, all right, guys. You're absolutely right. That's right, probably what I yeah. would have done. Yeah, yeah, we just had a meeting a where you like game meeting where you're like, okay, look, these guys got us here, but it's not gonna be enough because these, you know, this guy, our guys are tired, so we need the guys to come back and help. But, yeah, there had to be, like, an apology or reconciliation before we got on the floor. And that, w- that, that didn't happen. And there was resentment. Yeah, there, w- there was resentment. So now our guys are playing, and they're like, okay, wait. So we have, there was already a rhythm established. You're bringing in, you know, five guys who weren't there for the whole tournament. And now you're like, okay, now, yeah, now, we, now go win a championship. we already had a chip on our shoulder. Yeah. We, because so. those five guys that weren't there, those were the ND guys. Yeah. Right. You, you weren't at ND, those No, because I transferred the Brad yeah, Centennial. Those were the yeah. ND guys minus Biggie. Yeah. Um, it's funny because those because of that incident, I think it impacted the summer AAU we traveled when we went to New Jersey. But yeah, we, we, were, we were definitely – I know for a while I was upset with Josh over that tournament. You know, I felt like, you know, we – I've lost total respect for him because me personally as a – you know, as a as a player, like how can you do that to us? Like you said, without a meeting, not even an apology after the game. It was just like um, you come home one day from school and your mom packs up your stuff and says you're going to uh, we're moving to Florida. You know, without no warning, no preparation. To me, it was you know 
disrespectful, and I don't think we recovered from that one. We took it up. We took it personally, younger guys, and we definitely got better. And I think around that time we brought in Phil to train us. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna have Coach Phil on the show as well. Yeah, he was training us that summer. Yeah, so that was definitely um, someone we had immediate respect for because that guy was like, no joke. A, <laughs> he's yeah. older. Yeah. He's a sergeant. So on top of the fact that Phil can coach and he was a, you know, very, Older. he was, he was a dictator, yeah. you know, as on the basketball court, he was mean, he was aggressive, he was rough. Um, and that's how he handled his players and that's how he coached. Right. And, uh, oh, what, as, what about touch, touch? Talk about that real quick. No, that made me dunk the basketball. <laughs> I started, I started like I could dunk like, before that. So touch, touch is you get in a defensive position in the middle of the key and you have to go from one side of the key to the other side of the key, um, side to side, and basically one lateral movement in the defensive position. You're basically trying to get from one side of the paint to the other, and you have to touch with your hand each side of the, the paint. And he would make you do hundreds of these in a practice to the point hey, where you don't couldn't forget walk. the frog leaves. And then there was the, the, yeah, so the frog leaves. Yeah, so you would do that stuff. And, you know, in terms of developing you as a bat, in, like, in terms of basketball skill, I don't think it's necessarily going to do much for you. But just in terms of toughness and knowing, and this is something I always got to preach to my kids is hard work ain't going to kill you. Not that easily. You know what I mean? And, and what, it, what, what we learned in those practices, your body can withstand a lot. So in a game in the fourth quarter, when you think you're tired and you got nothing left, you think back to, wait a minute, I remember that's how I felt after 50 or 60 touch-touch, and I ended up doing 200 in them joints. After. Right. When so, after the, the, the 50, you couldn't do. Right. So, so you learn how to push yourself. You learn how to overcome adversity. And I think that was the biggest lesson learned from that, aside from the physical building of your legs and your core and your glutes. Because, man, after that, I remember, Anthony, remember that practice? We went to back-to-back. -back. We went. We had our practice, and then we went to Phil's team's practice, back-to-back yeah. -back days. And it was like either Friday, Saturday, or Saturday, Sunday. And Anthony and I didn't go to school for a week. It was we about five walk. days. Yeah, I, remember, I remember uh, my mom came to get us, me, O'Neal, and Sharon. And I was yawning, and I started having spasms in my neck. My, <laughs> my mouth stayed open. I, <laughs> I, I've never had that happen to me ever in my life. I couldn't even close my mouth. And I remember Sharon punching me in my chest. And my mom's panicking, like, oh, my God, you're going to die. Like, you know what I mean? He thought he was having a seizure. <laughs> but I remember after healing... One, we got banned from playing side basketball during the school year because that was during our ball. Yeah, yeah, our high school coach. Snapped. He tried to ban us because we didn't come to school. We couldn't. We couldn't walk. It was that severe. We could not move. And even my mom was strict with you know missing school, and she's just like, "Hey, you gotta stay home." Like it was really bad. But I remember healing from that, and the first time I you know touched the ball after that. You know, you went up to do your layups, and you're like, wait a minute. Did I just get up so easy? Like, 
I had some. And then I bumps. go up again, and I'm like, wait a minute. The next layup, you're going up. You're just dunking two hands, just yeah. like without even trying. Like I was know? dunking before that, but not like that. Like after that, now I'm like, whoa, like. Now I'm reversing all of a sudden. Like I was went from yeah. squeezing a dunk to now I'm reversing. Two Vert- hands. Vertical. <laughs> but it, it's funny you guys say that because technically I'm like, yeah, because Anthony, I know, well, for those who know Anthony, you know, man, yo, man, man can fly. You were flying. Like, yes, yes. So th- this is facts. Like you, were, you weren't doing that because I was hooping with you from the start. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you're smaller than me. I felt like I was, you know, well, I'm taller than you and I was more athletic than you. Then all of a sudden... This guy's catching lobs. He's putting down two hand baseline, and I'm still touching foam. And I'm uh, this is I'm like what? I'm like what the heck is going on here? So yeah, man, you were you, you. This is like we're not just making this up. Like yo, Anthony was really flying after that, and uh, yeah, and to the point where I'm like, man, I, I shouldn't have missed that practice. <laughs> I'm like freak. I'm like here I am still touching foam. Enjoying the show? Well, you can show your appreciation by sharing this episode with a friend. You can also take a trip down memory lane by leaving a comment. You can contact Darnell on Facebook or on Instagram and Twitter at Dugada Darnell. That's D-O-G-U-D-D-A underscore Darnell. Now back to our regularly scheduled program. Being on the road with you guys and going to uh, Montreal because you're from Montreal and and that Montreal tournament, that Montreal weekend. Um, Talk on that real quick. That's when we went from boys to men. <laughs> boys to men. I like that. Man. We went from boys no to men. No love singing, though. We were. I, I remember it. That that tournament was because I had. I think I had just got my G two. Um, like uh, why I say the whole boys to men thing is because a lot of things we had to. We really grew up on that at that tournament because yeah. we went from off the court. Off the court, absolutely. On the court, it was it was a tournament. We went, we balled. It was good competition. Um, I think we lost in the finals or the semifinals to the Jane and Finch team, if I remember. No, correctly. it was the region part. Region, region part. part, guys. Yeah, they were yelling yeah. bombs over Brampton and all that. We came back and <laughs> tied the game. It was crazy. It was a crazy game, crazy tournament. But off the court, we got kicked out of our first hotel. Yes, that's right. For having a water fight, I think. No, there was too many of us. Oh, no, that was another one. Oh, yeah, yeah There yeah. was too many of us. There was like eight of us in a room. Right. Because per room. Yes. Oh. And you're only supposed to have four, have four. P, four per room. Josh tried to put eight Josh minutes. tried to pull a fast one because it had a pull-out couch. So in order to save costs, we got these and rooms. And the bats were like sleeping in the bathtub. Right. We had guys sleeping everywhere on couches on like because the rooms were all like suites. So yeah, they had two beds. Yeah. So that's four. Yeah. Plus you had a couch, the couch that yeah. folded out. So that's six, yeah. and then two it's, guys had to get yeah, in where they fit yeah, in. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, right. so guys are in the tub, guys are on the floor and sleep, uh, sleeping bags. Anyways, how we how we even got into the hotel was Josh went. I think we only had like two rooms or three rooms. So Josh went in with just like six guys. So Josh and like five players went in, and then the van went and parked around the back, and then we opened up the fire escape and snuck everybody in the back. And everyone had to go up the stairs into the rooms and like. Oh, I remember that. And then they had to call the police. The next, so we slept. We oh, did spend the night. Oh yeah. But when we were leaving, yeah. we should have left the same oh, way we came. Right. Yeah. So this, oh, yo, let's gotta remember. I stuff. remember. So we all walked out the front door. So they're yeah. just like, I remember five guys coming in. 
why is there like 18 or 19 of them coming out? Yeah. And they called the cops. We had to clear out of there. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, listen, you guys are not coming back to this hotel. Oh, so shit. we we were we like, we had to grab our book. We had a game to get to. So we had to run upstairs, grab all of our stuff, get out of the hotel. I don't know how Josh settled with the money with them and what. I don't know how that played out. Mind you, we were also making mess and kind of throwing towels everywhere and yeah. toilet paper being you know little boys yeah man and then later that night we went to that house party remember so because we all left the hotel to go party we went to yeah Anthony's, i brought i brought them yeah to, anthony's um, sister uh, uh, took us to the, sister my uh, aunt, aunt my yeah and brought us to a house party one yo 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 man that house party was oh man that was a that was a crazy party. Like we went and we got food. Yeah, you made yourself a plate. The music partied like we partied. Yo, man, and that was yo, only the beginning of the night. Like, yo, um, yo, it was live. It was live. Yo, and, yo, it was, and it was girls. It's one thing you go to party, but yo, those girls there. A lot of them, like everybody. Yo, had Anthony's a, girl a good them. dude. He's a good host. Yeah, he, yeah, he's a he, good was, host. he was. He took care of us. <laughs> he took care of us. Hospitality we on went, 100, yo. We went to that party. We got food. Yo. Everybody had a girl oh, they were dancing oh, with. Oh, man, they're catching a quick bubble. Oh, it my was goodness. A, it, was a, it was a fun party. And somebody got a hold of the keys to our bus. Somebody got a hold of the keys to the bus because I took the bus. I was driving <laughs> the bus. <laughs> No, because right? some of you guys were staying in the room with Josh, I think. Nah, it wasn't me. Okay, but wasn't somebody me. got the keys. Mm -hmm. And and this is why I remember I had my G2. We split into groups. And because um, some guys went to McDonald's. You know, some guys went to I don't know where some of the guys went. But I know a group of us ended up hitting the strip. And on the strip, there was a strip club. And we went in there. That was a whole crazy stuff. Some of us left. Some stayed in the strip club. Josh, at some point, I don't know how he found us. No. Well, I, I left after the strip club, and I went back to the hotel. Uh-huh. So I'm like, okay, you know what? Let me get, let me, you know, I need to get out of here, right? <laughs> so I go back. So I'm sneaking in back into the hotel, and I'm like, all right, cool. You know, I'm, I'm just, like, walking, you know, just trying to get to my room. And I put my card in the door. All you see is Josh. I looked out the hall. I see Josh. He's like, Darnell. He's like, where's everybody? Bro. I started acting like I was sleepwalking. I was like, huh? What? I, like, I just started rubbing my face. I was like, huh? What? I was like, what? Because I'm acting like I'm asleep. I was like, huh? Oh, who said that? Huh? I opened the door. I pushed the door. And I get in the door. I'm like, oh, shit. I was like Frank. I was like, so we didn't have cell phones. I couldn't even. Yeah. I couldn't even text them. No, that. you couldn't. That wasn't even it's a thing. I just. You know, I went into my room. I was like, oh sh. Oh, we go get it this time. I was like Frank. Ah, yo. I don't remember any severe punishment coming as a result of it. Cause I don't think he knew what we did. I think he just know that we were on the road. Mm -hmm. He didn't know at the time about mm -hmm. the clubs we went to and the house mm -hmm. party and the strip club and all mm -hmm. that. He didn't know about. I don't think he knew about mm -hmm. all that. I think he mm -hmm. just knew that we left the hotel mm -hmm. and he was upset. But I can't remember him severely punishing us as a result of it. No, 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 I don't remember anything about that. I don't remember him punishing us. And because there was no consequences for our actions. You know, things just got worse because the next came the incident in New Jersey. Yeah, because we, we, we messed with him pretty bad. We were in a that tournament. Basically, we were um, which one? Jersey, the one where we were in the cabin, where we slept in the cabin. 
with the bunk beds. So we basically, Josh, we were like, we're going to this tournament, blah, 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 whatever. We don't, we assume we're staying in a hotel like we normally do. Uh, but when we get there, basically it's one big cabin and there's no rooms, there's no doors, there's no, it's just a bunch of wooden bunk beds with sponge as a mattress. Prison style. It's like, yeah, it was like a big, yeah, it was just a big room and it was <laughs> multiple teams. It was us and I think Jane and Finch was in the same bunk as us because I remember it almost turned into an altercation because like guys were like stuff was missing and then like, you know, so it, there was one bathroom with like open stall, like, like, yeah, you had to shower. You had to like, sh- yeah, so you had, everyone was taking turns. Man, that thing was so nasty. I didn't shower the whole week. <laughs> I was like, yo, right. I didn't have no flip flops. I wasn't like, doing it. Yeah, like it was nasty. The, yeah, in the shower. It was nasty. It was, but I think I showered at like three in the morning, right? Because even though there was three showers, there's three shower stalls. Like, ain't nobody trying to. Okay, let me wash my. Yeah. balls while this guy's standing right beside <laughs> me washing his but you know it's funny because even like some guys didn't have flip-flops and so some somebody showered in their sneakers yeah of course yeah because we didn't plan for that no one planned like no one knew that there was worse that we didn't know the condition yeah, we were gonna yeah, be staying yeah, in you're right, you're you know right. what i mean we just you're knew right. we were going to a tournament yeah right you, know what I mean? <laughs> you learn from that don't expect anything with john <laughs> <laughs> So we're in there, we're upset, we're frustrated. You know, we're this is a couple weeks removed from the OBA thing where we had that altercation with Josh and everything, and he went to sleep, and we, you know, we poured stuff on him in his sleep and filled his shoes with lotion and juice and toothpaste and anything else we can find, really. And uh, he woke up, obviously pissed off. By the time he got up yelling and screaming, everyone was back in their bed acting like nothing happened. <laughs> everyone was acting like... <laughs> <laughs> covers up like... Nothing happened. And um, so he uh, waited till the next... He was, he was flipping out, but like he couldn't. There was nobody to flip out at. So that, that kind of defused the situation. We get up in the morning, you know, ready to go to our game. Big game. Early morning game, too. And on the way to the game, Josh just pulls over at this school that just had like soccer fields. And like there's this big field. And um, he took us out the bus and was like, who mess with me last night and of course everyone was like i don't know what you're talking about listen josh we have a game in like 30 minutes we don't have time for all of this right now <laughs> so and we're just thinking this is another one of josh's antics which he always had right so josh literally made us run until we told him who did it and we were out there for like a good half an hour and this is mind you this is like 35 40 degrees it was hot no water blazing sun we just woke up and he made us run. And I remember it was Darnell who ultimately was like, listen, I'm going to take the heat for this. And Darnell was like, Darnell took the blame. Now, Josh knew it wasn't Darnell. <laughs> Josh knew it wasn't Darnell. But, <laughs> but he, asked for, he asked for who did it. And we, we, we offered up a sacrificial lamb. <laughs> which was almost like foreshadowing for... Uh, <laughs> For Darnell's conversion into Christianity. Yeah. <laughs> and Josh, and so, so Darnell oh, was blameless. <laughs> oh my god. But he had to go before the father and take punishment for all the <laughs> for all of the other children. <laughs> oh my god. And um you know, looking back at it, it was um it was another one of those defining moments for our team because you know, we we were a team with a bunch of alphas, 
We had a lot of alphas on that team. You know, a lot of people that led in different ways and, you know, a lot of leaders. And that kind of propelled Darnell to be a true leader and captain. I don't know if he was a captain before that, but I know after that, a lot of times you were designated as captain for a lot of games after that that I could remember. I can't mm-hmm. remember before it, mm-hmm. but I remember after it a lot of a lot of games Darnell being um designated as captain. And um and it and it and it definitely I Darnell was always somebody that I played with, had a lot of respect for, but you know, that definitely showed a level of leadership and character. But also I think what happened too is that it set a precedent for the upcoming tournaments so it was like there was just like one after another um um chaotic event on the road Mm -hmm. with josh yep (laughs) (laughs) it was not so from that like it it was it was it was just a constant thing where like yeah after that new jersey the whole lotion thing um you know and josh talked you know it just it just happened the night because we were we were in a we were in a different city every weekend. Yeah, and every weekend it was something like even like you guys were saying about um. Got left at Yale. Yeah, I remember me and O'Neal, we end up literally fist fighting, Josh. Yeah. We were so mad from all the buildup, and me and him said because we got stuck outside what four hours walking with luggage. So Josh. We went to a tournament and it was at <laughs> Yale, which was a very cool experience. And let me just preface this by saying, I love Josh. <laughs> I'm grateful for Josh for me too. every, every one of those experiences, because without that, um, I wouldn't have got to see a lot of the things I seen yes. and been to the places I've been to. So we're, we're talking about the chaos and all of that stuff. But we but, love, but we love Josh and love Josh. And, and, I, I, and I'm, and I'm the Josh. godfather to his children. Right. Um, so we're all close and, right. and, it, and it's all love, but, yes. but like looking back in retrospect, um, from boys to men and, mm-hmm. and like being honest, if we could just like, just in, re- in, in, mm-hmm. in retrospect, we're just being honest. Yeah. So despite all of that, love Josh very much. So anyways, let's say that preface because you know, it's going to get messy. So Josh, <laughs> what took two teams to this tournament and we were basically playing on like. I want to say opposite ends of the city, but it was closer to opposite ends of the state, the way they had it set up. So basically, he dropped us off at one tournament at our game, and he had to leave with the younger guys to get to their game. Well, you got to start the build up. Prior to that, we were driving what should have took nine hours. was probably 18 hours. Right. Because we kept getting lost. Yeah. And I think they didn't want to pay tolls, the toll booths. Yeah. We ended up doing side roads in the mountains. Yeah. So it took 18 hours. Yeah. What well, should have took nine. Not in the, a coach bus. In a school bus. No, no. It was a 15-seater. Yeah. No, no. It was a school bus. Remember they had the yellow school the, yeah, bus? Yeah, that's yeah. the one time. That's the only time yeah, we yeah. ever rented a proper bus. So we bus, had a yeah. yellow school bus. Yeah, you're right. Vertical seats. No, nothing reclined. 15 hours and had to get out of that bus and walk right onto the basketball court all night straight into the court no rest no 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 No. breakfast no nothing yeah and and josh had the younger guys playing i think i believe three hours away 
Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It was like the other side of the state. So he literally, he didn't even stay. Like he dropped us there and left. And left. We played the game. Coached ourselves. Yeah. In a city we're not from. We're in a country. country. We're not even from that country. Yeah. And goes, yeah, your hotel is just down the street from here. This is the address. Well, first he said he was going to come back for us at one point. Yeah. So we f- we played a game. We I think, believe we won. And we um, we said, all right, well, we'll hang out for a little bit. Watch um, like two games. You know, do some shopping, you know, chill out. And then we're just like, look, this guy ain't coming back for us. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> that like, time is like four or five hours later. I believe yeah. we walked to the mall. So yeah. remember, we have our We have our luggage. We were there for like three, four days. Yeah. And, you know, at that time, it's not like the kids now. Like, the kids now, they come with, like, their sliders and and a, and a real ball bag. No, man. You know, and their little booty shorts. Now they wear. But, like, <laughs> <laughs> but us, we have, like, Tim's. You think you're DMX. You got a Tim's for this outfit. Tim's for that outfit. You got, like, I remember I just got, like, a FUBU jacket. Like, you know what I mean? You thought you were killing it. You thought you were rough. And we didn't wear tight clothes. We wore big baggy clothes. (laughs) So everything is big and heavy. (laughs) And I remember that. Like, you you have big ball shorts. You got, like, your ball shoes. You got, so we have, like, a legit two suitcases each. Go to the mall. We're walking around with suitcases. So now you're shopping, too. So you get more stuff, more bags. And then now, yeah. so after to this, find out, your hotel room is, is a couple hours walk. A couple hours walk. It would have really been about a half an hour drive. Right. But you're walking. So, like, for example, you know, your house is here. Bramley is only 10 minutes. Listen, 15 it took, minutes. It took me 45 minutes to drive here from Cambridge to Brampton. <laughs> <laughs> so, but picture being from, let's say, air, airport road to, to your house here, walking with suitcases. In the hot sun. In the hot sun. After being not eating and being in a bus for 16 hours, then playing a basketball game. You know, that sounded like what happened to Moose in Minnesota, right? So, uh, I don't know if you guys remember about, uh, the story about Moose um, breaking the mirror. Yeah, so where Moose broke the mirror um, in the hotel room with his fist. Um, well, maybe I should get him to do a separate record- recording to tell his side of the story. But basically, um, you know, Moose was kind of... Well, it was Moose, Biggie, and Jason Richards, and I think Curtis. Um, and they were saying the same thing you were saying. They were like, oh, well, you know, Josh left us. And so to get back to the hotel on our own in Minnesota, but you know, of course, it's, our hotel is not, you know, down the street. It, it, it's it's a distance away, and they had to walk along the side of the highway to get there. And and so Moose snapped and broke a mirror and all that stuff. So it was one of those things where, you know, tournament after tournament after tournament, you're thinking like, um, man, like what's gonna happen next? There was a, honestly, honestly, there was a point for me where I was just like, you know what, man, I. Like, I'm pooped from all this drama. Like, I'm not going to this week. I'm yeah. not going this week, Josh. I remember you were one of the first ones to, to leave. Mm-hmm. And I remember, like, you know, like you said, drama after drama. I was just like, man, O'Neal 
it was so hot. I remember I saw Neil. When I see Josh, I'm gonna kill him. Like <laughs> literally, I am gonna punch his face nonstop. And O'Neal looked at me and said, "Yo, we're gonna rush this guy. We're not even. We're not even." I said, O'Neal, you're gonna go on, um, in front of him. I'm gonna sneak behind him. I'm gonna bend down. You push him over. As soon as he falls, we're gonna give it. <laughs> and that's exactly like. And you did that? What? Did we not? We literally busted, did that. Busted his lip, blocked his eye. Like we, we, we beat bloody him up. nose. We like literally, we, like no body shots, no like playing around, play play, jump him. Like we were punching dead straight in his face. It was so bad that even guys looked and saw us beating him up. And turned around and just kept watching TV. Like, not, like they were so on our side. But I remember he got up and he started fighting us back. I remember he punched me in my face, too. Yeah, no. And, jo like, Josh was a skinny dude, kind of wiry and stuff. But he was strong. Yeah. And he's older than us, right? Like, we're still kids, right? Like, he's 20-something. We're yeah. 16, 15 at the time. So, you know, like, it was it was work. Like, we had to we had to really go in on him. And, but he wasn't giving, he wasn't sitting there letting us punch him in the face. Like, he was punching us back. Like, you know, I had a fat lip. <laughs> you yeah, know what I mean? So I, I have a, a greater appreciation for Josh now than at the time. Like, I didn't realize at the time even how close he was to us in age. Like, looking back at it now, you know. He shouldn't have, he, he shouldn't have been allowed to take us. Well, that, and, <laughs> and, 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 and you know what? And there was people who felt that way. And that's where he fell out with Brampton because um, with the the Brampton Warriors, didn't they 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 removed him as our coach t towards like you know towards almost the end of that run we were doing, they they removed him as our coach and you know as players and the parents we basically revolted and left the organization and started our own organization because he they were removing him as a coach and at the time. You know, we're just like, yo, how are you going to take our coach from us? That's our coach. Like, you know, yeah. we love our coach. And and it was really because the organization was looking at it like, look, this is a 21-year-old kid. He can't take 24, 14, and 15-year-olds by himself into another country. Like, he wasn't even old enough to get a rental. Right. <laughs> you know? Yeah, like he didn't. Yeah, like he couldn't get hotel he didn't have a credit card he wasn't in the u.s like he's not old enough to get anything he didn't have established credit he was a kid you know what i mean so when i think about the stupidness of i was doing at 21 and 22 i was not responsible enough to 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 take a group of kids where josh took us probably and I was a little more, more responsible and than i was more responsible <laughs> at that age than josh was yeah so i look back now and i'm like man this guy did a lot like, you know what I mean? Like, that was hard. Like, even me now coaching one team and there's, like, it two of lot. us, three of us doing it. Like, we have a manager and there's two coaches and it's just one team. Like, he would have two and three teams and he's coaching all three of them joints. And we were way, way more wild. We were, you know what, we were you know what I mean? We were out of control. So, when I look back now, I'm like, I have a, such an appreciation. We yeah, I have such an appreciation for what Josh did for us yeah but even like you know part of like being young and coaching it's it's not easy being a young coach and managing those personalities and even like when i was coaching with josh in Bla brampton blaze um when i had freddie um davio um um josh terrell shavar i had those guys and 
So I was always mindful in my head to be like, okay, look, man, you know, I got to be mindful of making sure, you know, nobody's going to be lotioning me. <laughs> like, that's real talk. You know what I mean? I had a kid the yeah. other day. I'm talking in the huddle, and he came in, pulled my pants down. I'm standing there in my, I'm standing there in my damn boxers. But, you know, like, because I always clown around with them. Yeah, but, but I, then I had to, like, I wanted, I was going to kill that little boy. Yeah. I remember chasing him around because I got him, and I gave him the wedge of his life. But, I, you know, I had to tell him, listen, there's boundaries. Yeah. Like, that the- can never happen again. You're automatically off the team. Yeah, you're you right. Know? You're right. And and that's I think that's the key thing that we're learning to uh, especially you guys as dads, you know, drawing that line between friend and um leader um and and setting the boundaries um because you know, as I started coaching with Josh, I started to, you know, you know, me being a young coach and my players testing me um where they would try some kind of antics and you can already you can already see it coming. Especially um, dealing with the guys. You yeah, yeah. I, well, yeah, because even like you know, uh, you know, with Shavar and those guys, and and being the on the Shavar road. Home. Oh yeah, Shavar, yeah, Shavar, yeah. Freddie, you know, and and these guys. So you already know that there's something you know bubbling. But even I remember one time um, we're on the road, and um, you know the the kid they messed up on the road, and so and this was when I was coaching, Tamik was coaching, Josh is coaching, Alvin's coaching. Right, and these guys did something stupid. I saw Alvin the other day. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm, 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 I interview Alvin as well for this show as well. Yeah. So, I, so, so the kids messed up, and we're like, okay, cool. Woke everybody up at three o'clock in the morning. It was raining outside. We said, put your ball gear on. We took them out to the Ruby Tuesday around the corner, and just ran them, just ran them in the rain, just ran them in the rain. Woke them up. The, the, yo, everybody was out in the in the lobby in the in the hallway. We got everybody in the hallway. Yo, it looked like a damn refugee camp. Everybody's just on the ground, huddled, you know, huddled up, don't even know where they're at. I'm like, yo, get your shoes on. Everybody outside, ran them. Just ran them around the, the building in the rain, in their pajamas, in the pajamas. And then woke them up for, to, uh, to go play their game. And it was just one of those things where, yo, you got to send a message like, look, man, I'm not playing with you guys. You guys want to try antics? Okay, there, there's consequences for that. But you have to make sure that they're feeling it. Another time, um, you know, we're, we're in Buffalo. We're at the mall. Security guard comes up to me and says, are you Darnell Samuels? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> okay, we got a bunch of your players in the holding cell. Men's are stealing. Bredger. Yeah, I walk into the room. The men's, men's were just, yo, men's couldn't even look me in the eye. You know what I mean? And so now they're telling me to, 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 to sign off papers, some custody papers that, you know, all this, all this, you know what I mean? I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, like, you know, dealing with young men, the point I'm making is, you know, just dealing with young men is one of those things you, it's not easy, especially when they're in the development stage where they're, you know, they want to test the boundaries. So it's important, you know, as, you know, male leaders to like draw that line and bring the hammer down. And, you know, and we did, me, you know, me and Josh did bring the hammer down on those guys who stole. You know what I mean? And you got to make them feel it. So some people might say, well, you know, you got to forgive and you got to, you know, give them a pat on the back. You don't know where their head is at. No, their head wasn't in the right place. There has to be a rewiring that has to happen. The it boundaries. The boundaries were important. But he didn't set didn't those yeah. boundaries. And yeah. it's like, you know, the blind leading the blind. Yeah. None of us. <laughs> none of us knew what boundaries were. Yeah. So, and, and it's like, you're, our, you're supposed to be our leader. But you're, 
you're you're you know you're less responsible than some of us so at the end of the day it's just like man we just had to to grow up on the spot yeah. we learned the game on the spot we learned life on the spot it's like we as players we, and our coach yeah. all together we were like the wild and outcast we're just yeah. like freestyling yeah. as it goes on you know like yeah. you didn't know what to expect right right and and you know and 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 with all of that th- like none of that you know anyone hearing this you know i, w- I would ultimately i wouldn't want anyone to hear any of this and think look at this as this ridiculous chaos of a mess where kids are getting you know put in holding cells and kids are getting beat up and coaches are getting beat up and kids are having to walk through <laughs> through through highways and hoods and you know all kinds of crazy stuff being left in countries you know like as a reason to say man i can't put my kids into organized sports like if that's what's going on you know that was just a unique situation but the more important thing you know than anything else was we learned how to we we learned to be young men we learned about responsibility Think we, learned about, we learned about accountability yeah. um you know we learned about hard work we learned about respect like all three of us now have coached mentored so we were mentored and we were coached and you could argue how well we were coached but we were mentored extremely well because we now have turned around and we're starting to mentor young men well fellas this has uh, been fun taking a stroll down memory lane uh, thank you for uh, coming on the show and uh, chopping it up with me thanks for having us no, thank you so much, man. I'm grateful for this. And, you know, I, I hope, you know, as, you know, you, you release more episodes and, and do more interviews that, you know, people are encouraged by it. People learn from it um, and uh, and feel comfortable putting their kids into into uh, into programs like what we were in, you know, um, because, like I said, it's it's, a, it's definitely a positive thing and you're doing a good thing and keep doing your thing. Love you. I'm proud of you. You know, <laughs> yeah. Keep doing your thing, man. Appreciate you. On the next episode of Thanks, Coach. And you know, me and Mouse would never run from any controversy, right? So there, there was that aspect to it too. Like we get to say, yeah, we're leaving and we're going to Mississauga, and everybody's gonna be like, woo ah, woo ah, right? So it was fun. Yeah. So hold on, you guys went to the practice just to deliver that message just yeah. to make sure there's people around so yeah. we could have like it was wow. like wwf wow it was like the, you know debuting you know the nwo or somebody like yeah we're leaving we're leaving we're out of here and josh played right into the perfect role because he was like what are you doing why are you late get on the court and we came to tell you we ain't coming back right so while he's yelling and stuff he's just giving us the perfect ammunition to be like we're out of here Forget this team and forget you, right? Like You should have ripped off your t-shirt and exposed the Mississauga jersey. <laughs> well, I didn't have it yet, or I probably would have. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And don't forget to say thanks, coach.